Hello, and welcome to A Thing We're Trying. We're your hosts, Jessica Sage and Michelle Zylar. Here at A Thing We're Trying, we're interested in what's emergent and restorative, what feeds our souls, bodies, the collective, and the planet. We're here for the full spectrum of life, dancing through the gray areas, and gently approaching the edges of our comfort zones. And in each episode, um, we'll share our experiences and our lessons as deeply feeling humans who care about our impact in the world. And we'll discuss the tools and practices that we use to navigate the ups and downs of this audacious adventure we call life. person I've heard use the phrase so I don't know if it's like a buzzword that I'm not aware of or maybe you invented it um but I did not know that this was like a thing that came out of me and maybe it didn't maybe I just have not encountered it before or didn't remember hearing it before I don't know we'll have to do a google search after this but um you know what I did do some googling okay to find out my answer and it's like there is that phrase like it, it does exist I don't think I was the one who made it up because there's okay SEO out there that tells people with the google search okay wait I have I already I already have a tangent because I just want to point out that you said that you came unprepared today and you must have a very high standard of being prepared because you had a conversation with your sister you did google research google research you say tired Michelle um like what are you talking about? You are prepared in my book. So thank you for reframing that for me because I feel like that is like my preparation to being prepared and like prepared for me feels like I have like my notebook with notes, you know? So it's like, that's what's missing. So I don't feel prepared, but you're right. I have like done some preparation. I've like been thinking about it. And so thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. It it sounds like there's levels to your preparation and, um, you know, you're used to it looking a certain way. So I got it. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I'm not familiar with the the phrase, 
but I think you said it in one of our first meetings when we were brainstorming our different collaboration options, if you will. And I just love it. Like it resonates so deeply with me, but I also tend to love those like lofty, flowery things, like just the ways to describe experiences. Um, so I am now I'm like trying to sit with what would be like a more tangible, clear way to describe what we're talking about. Maybe it's for me, something that came up for me in my journaling was about um, like being within and or intentionally expanding our windows of tolerance. Okay, yes, okay. I'm glad you went there because that is what I think about. Like I think about that image of like our window of tolerance and like the two states above and below it. And it's like that line of where we enter like our hypo or hyper arousal states is that's what I'm like, that's like the edge. Well, like, I think I think of well, yeah. I think, okay, well, I think maybe we should then start, like, back back it up even more and define, like, what does comfort zone mean? And what does it mean to us? Because, like, there is the nervous system piece that you're talking about. And I think there might be a couple of other lenses we could look at a comfort zone from, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's see to take the like biology out of it, which is the nervous system, right? Like we're taking that out of it. I guess there's like the, I, I almost want to say like mindfulness or consciousness, like how you understand things, like th like things that I understand or like can infer what to expect, like that feels comfortable to me. Um, things we have experienced with before something about like adversity is coming up for me like like there's comfort like there's a zone of comfort and then adversity comes and like knocks Mm -hmm. but interestingly oh no go ahead finish your thoughts sorry I was also going to say that when I think about comfort zone I also think about like just feelings mm -hmm. like like I feel grounded I feel like it's okay to be me um mm-hmm like, I feel like it's okay to, like, try new experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, I'll end it there and let you do it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. But it's interesting because when you started talking about adversity, it gave me kind of like a yes and <laughs> um, for some of us or maybe all of us, and depending on the context, certain types of adversity feel comfortable because it's familiar, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, it's making me think of 
Dr. Scott's book title. What is it? Addicted to drama, addicted to trauma, something like that. And I've heard many people speak about that where it's like you continuously, you know, put yourself in these situations or play out these behaviors or patterns that maybe objectively, you know, are not good for you, but like, it's like, you, you'd rather go with the devil, you know, right. than the uncertainty of something new. And that is still a comfort zone, even though maybe you don't particularly like it. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just like, again, wants to make me like want to turn to the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Like when I think about that. Same. My brain is like attachment styles, attachment styles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like, whether like, it's like, okay, we might know that something that we're doing is like not great for us, but like unconsciously, like we are always looking for safety, mm -hmm. you know? So if like, if that thing that is not so great for us is where we found comfort and where we found safety. Like, of course, that's like where we're going. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, that's like one of our deepest needs is safety, you know? Right. Yeah. We're always like searching for it, whether it's like conscious or unconscious. Yeah. And belonging as well. And it's so funny. Cause I just casually said attachment styles after you brought up the nervous system like that's a normal thing to talk about together um so I just feel like I should tell listeners Jessica and I both took a program that's called the somatic attachment therapy program um that does you know does look at the intersection of those two things right somatics and attachment um so now it's just like second nature and I feel like it already was but now I have more languaging for it um to to pair those two things together mm -hmm. yeah um thank you for mentioning that because I'm sure like there are people who are like wait what what are you talking about like how, how did you even get to that place um, <laughs> yeah yeah um Michelle and I have again done that program but we've both been interested in like different avenues of like feeling and being like which you guys will learn um and yeah it's just like one of those those are like topics that like we like even like in our like whatsapp chats like just like what we're talking about you know mm -hmm. um so yeah we'll hopefully break those things down too like yes future episodes you know? yes like again those are like big concepts and it's like what does that actually mean? Like, how does that apply to me and like my life? You know, so hopefully like in future episodes, we'll actually like break that down into like bite-sized chunks. Yes, um, totally. Yeah. Let's bring it back to today's topic. Good point. Um, we could go on a very long tangent about that. So in episodes to come, um, but bringing it back to the comfort zone and meeting our edges. Um, one thing that I want to bring up since we're kind of like talking about the nervous system and our comfort zone um i came up as i was like doing my research my preparedness research mm -hmm. um i was reading this one article that had mentioned this like study from long ago um that was like determining like stress levels and things like that but basically like the concept that I want to talk about that they mentioned is called the Goldilocks zone of arousal. So like 
when we're talking about our comfort zone, it's like too, too little of being in your comfort zone is where we start to get bored and where we start to feel stuck. Um, and too much is where we're like going into those like survival states of hyper like vigilance or hypo arousal, like again, big terms, we can get into them. Basically like fight, flight, freeze, fawn, all the responses, right? And so like their like concept is like, when it comes to our comfort zone is like, there's that space where it's like, it's just right. It's not too little and it's not too much. It's just, it's just right. Yeah. And I think that, I think that just right place is, is like different for everyone too. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's like you, you, there's no way we could compare no, our just not. right places or like how those things evolved for us. Like mm-hmm. it's so complex. Um, but I love that you brought up like getting bored in your comfort zone as well. Cause that's always like in, in my work with relationships before this like I was always looking for okay what is what is it that's going to keep you safe and then what is it that is going to be exciting and adventurous and risk-taking and like you know because we need both um I feel like I want to drop in the in the show notes Esther Perel's book um Mating in Captivity have you read it I have not highly recommend um yeah, I just, I love Esther's work and she talks a lot about that, like that it's kind of an art, right? Like to balance the two of those things in a relationship. Um, but I think we could talk, like zoom that out to life. Like, okay, I want to be comfortable in my life. I want to have routines that work for me and all of that. And like, I want to have adventures. excitement. Like I want yeah. <laughs> like yeah I want a surprise yeah I want an adventure yeah yeah Yeah. so I think it's it's about finding the balance of both and like when you say meeting our edges it like really makes me question because another thing like I say so so much like unconscious another thing I say so many times unconsciously is like pushing myself outside of my comfort zone or beyond my comfort zone it's like, mm, you know, now as I'm growing wiser, um, maybe it's not so much about pushing, but almost like inching or approaching or like you said, meeting. It's like, oh, can I be right at the edge? And maybe being right at the edge has me start to get comfortable with that edge and then the edge expands. That's another thing is that we wanted to talk about um that we wanted to talk about I think right like how your boundaries can be breathing and that your edges are not like yeah like they don't have to be like rigid edges yeah like they can be soft edges they Mm -hmm. could be like flowing moving I don't know um yeah I just you know like I think I mentioned this to you the other day when we were like discussing things, but when I think about like our edges, I think that they like evolve as we evolve, right? Because like, as we are trying new things and we are building new habits, it's like, 
we're learning new zones of comfort in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, oh, here's a new edge. Here's a new layer here. Like, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I, um, have a question for you. Okay. Shoot. How do you know when you've met an edge or how do you know what your edges are? good question and I think it's something that I'm still like figuring out for myself but like I think a big thing is like when I start to get scared <laughs> like when I like start to have anxiety mm-hmm. you know it's like oh oh we've met mm-hmm. you know and I think know maybe something along the lines of like me not wanting like other people to like witness what I'm about to do Mm. like shame or like embarrassment like um no I don't think shame more so I think like fear of like rejection or criticism which I guess like can boil down to like shame right um, but that, that wasn't what I was getting at. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's like resistance, I would say. In yeah. Some, in some shape or form, there's like a resistance. And then like the work is then like noticing that there's resistance and then deciding like, am I going to work with this resistance and like lean in closer to my edge or am I going to like step back? For a little yeah. bit you know yeah. sometimes we do have to step back you know mm-hmm. like maybe like it's because we need to like regulate ourselves a little bit like maybe we're too close to the edge and we have to like come back a little bit to get our footing again and then like reapproach it um but yeah what about no, you I agree um I agree I Okay, I feel like for me, the anxiety definitely hit it on the head. The resistance for sure. Um, My experience of the resistance and the anxiety is like evolving, I guess my awareness of it. Because like, I've spent so many years disembodied that like, it definitely used to just be an experience in my head of like, you know, like racing thoughts or like, uncertainty or like, just like maybe inability to sleep maybe we could we could say that that's a physical attribute but like mostly it was like a very heady experience and now I feel like I am just like attuned more to the body sensations that start to come up and the same thing like I'm still learning um but I feel like I trust my first reaction a little bit more now um or at least enough to not go down a rabbit hole and like like if I'm trying to make a decision I'm not like hemming and hawing or like getting super dramatic about it like is it going to be okay like you know like I'm actually letting myself sit with 
the experience of like, oh, do I want to try this thing? Do I want to say yes to this thing? Do I want to say no to this thing? You know, um, and like, I I've recently found myself coming back over and over again to like the first reaction that I have. Because it's like, mostly I can trust that. I mean, I do want to check in to see like where that reaction came from. Like, was I, did I black out and like get triggered and <laughs> like have uh, a reaction that I wouldn't feel is like within my values and integrity? Or was that actually like my inner knowing just like giving me a clear answer and then my mind wants to like spin out about it? Um, I don't know if I answered the question, but that's what I got. Honestly, I don't even remember what my question was. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it was just like so intently like listening. <laughs> I forgot where we were going. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, um, oh, okay, hold on. Let me collect my thoughts about what you just said. There's something about what you just said about <laughs> it's in there, it's very jumbled. I don't know that I'm gonna get it out. Um just like the fact like it's like important, like your like first reaction. Like you said your first reaction, you could trust your first reaction where like I'm thinking about how in like some situations, like especially like social situations for me, like my first reaction is not generally something I can trust. It is like more of like a fear, like, a, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I, like, no, no, no. Like, I can't, I, like, you know, and it's just like all of these reasons as to why I can't. Like, and it's like these like what ifs that I just like go down this like negative spiral. Mm -hmm. and I definitely think like I'm working on that because I have put myself in many situations where I am being social and I'm doing things that I think I can't do so I think there's like definitely like there's growth but yeah. there's also still a lot of like room for improvement mm -hmm. there yeah like I would like like in those situations I would love to like trust my first reaction yeah yeah I think it is so situational I love that you brought that up because like I'm thinking about I don't know like I've grown a lot in the area of work still not where I want to be but like I'm okay with saying no to things now when it comes to work um and trusting that a little bit more but like in certain relationships, no, like, <laughs> like my immediate reaction might be like a judgment or saying no or protecting myself or whatever. And it's like, okay, let me slow down. Like, and I think that's really it is like in the areas that I've given myself more of a foundation of like being in my comfort zone more than not, like you said in the beginning, like being able to be myself into my fullest expression in that area of life then I can like trust myself like okay this is really my edge 
versus like a certain relationship or a certain situation. Like I'm just always activated when it comes to that area of life. So then my immediate response is going to be from an activated place. Like, mm-hmm. no, I will not be going on a roller coaster. Like that's just not, no. It's like so far outside my comfort zone that I just like don't want to touch it. Like Yeah, like don't even ask yeah. me that. I'm not going to slow down and think about it. Like, no. Yeah. And I think like there's, there's maybe a little bit of like, kind of like a reminder for those listening to like, really like take time to like get to know yourself and get to know your values. Because I think when you have that like foundation and you really like know yourself, it gets easier to like trust, right? And it gets easier to like, like mm-hmm. lean into like the discomfort mm-hmm. yeah okay I need to set, say a better yes okay yes to what you said and I need to say a better example I said the roller coaster thing because I remembered talking about it before but a better example I think would be like in certain relationships that maybe don't have a huge level of comfort and like self-expression you know I might have an initial reaction and that's fine and like I hopefully have a safe space to have that reaction and process it whether it's like alone or with someone else and then I'll give myself the time to check in and be like okay do I want to keep having that automatic reaction like am I committed to like growing in this situation And then is that automatic reaction that I have, like that I'm not comfortable with this person or this situation, like, do I want to keep having that? (laughs) Or do I want to slow down and say like, okay, well, what is my edge here? Like, what do I actually need? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for giving another example. Yeah, I didn't want to call out a particular person, but I feel like relationships are more relevant <laughs> yeah um I can't relate that's all I'm gonna say right now is I can't relate <laughs> <laughs> I got you yeah yeah I feel like there is there there is going to be lots of talk in the future about relationships just because of the nature of who we are <laughs> a thousand percent yeah yeah, for sure. So stay tuned for that. But um, I think when it comes to comfort zones, you know, I'm just realizing that a comfort zone, because we're thinking about it in this way of like a foundation almost, or I am at least, um, like a foundation of like where you feel like you can express yourself and like move in and out of or like expand from it almost feels like have you ever heard of someone compare like your well-being to like a bank account Uh or like a gas tank like that's Uh that's I feel like comfort zone is now living in that same bucket for me Um, Jess, Jess is nodding her head at me I'm like processing and like nodding yeah that what I just said might make no sense like I said you're gonna get a little zombie talk so I might listen back and no I feel like that made no sense in a way like it made sense in a way and my brain is like let's 
take it down the avenue with the nervous system. This is where my brain always wants to go. Well, that's what's happening in the background when I'm saying yeah. the gas yeah. tank. Yeah, because yeah, because like, it's like you're regulating, like you're you're like regulating, you're resourcing, you're coming back to that window of tolerance, right? Like mm-hmm. you're filling your cup, you're filling your gas tank, you're filling up your account, you know, and it's like situations like can deplete your account, can like fill your like all these like so it's like coming. It's always going to come back to that. It's no, always gonna... Yeah, absolutely. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think it's actually really useful to know, like, we have this system in our <laughs> being. And, um, you know, like, so many people talk about wanting to change. And then they're just like butting up against lack of resources or being dysregulated without like, realizing that there's some actually really simple approachable ways um to manage it and to fill your tank back up and I'm people it's me I just found out recently um that these ways are there you know take a 10 minute forest bath if you can um yeah yes have a freaking solo dance party in your living room Mm-hmm. amazing guys like oh my god like can I just say when I have solo dance parties in my living room I get like full dopamine hits throughout my body okay just like the good tingles like just wait this is such a good topic because oh my god I love that you brought it here because <laughs> comfort zone in dance is such a big topic for me mm. okay well Wait, so you are in your comfort zone dancing alone in your living room? Hell yeah. Like, I feel like I am at, like, my most expressive. When I'm dancing, like, I feel like I am just, I don't I don't even know how, I just feel so, like, powerful and, like, in my own energy and in my body. Like, I just, like, present. Like, I just feel present. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if you were to ask me, do I feel that way? when I'm in a room with people, depends on who's there. If it's just like my, one of my close friends and like her daughter, hell yeah, I'm having the time of my life. Am I at the freaking bar dancing like, no, absolutely not. Like that's not okay. I'm not, I'm in my head overthinking. I'm having anxiety, like it's no. So yes, at my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny. It's It's actually really cool because you're talking about like being, and we have been this whole time, like about being, fully self-expressed and powerful. And like, that's not my immediate thought when I think comfort zone. I feel like the, you know, overarching themes out there in the world about comfort zones is like, it's like your small little place that you need to expand out of and bust out of and, and like, get bigger, get more. Well, yeah, that is, that is like the cliche, like narrative, but I don't know like I see my comfort zone like yeah in these like bigger ways and like it can be small and it can be cozy like it's supposed to be safe but I think our comfort zones can look different in different situations you know and mm-hmm. in different seasons mm-hmm. like, is my comfort like loud and expressive on the top of a mountain or am I feeling more of like a little hermit crab comfort zone like I don't like I just think it like changes you know yeah I love that I love that so good should we talk more about edges I'm, I'm curious what's like 
what's your relationship to edges right now? Or like, is there a particular edge that you're noticing? You know, as you say that, I'm like, for those for those of you who can't see me, I am like squeezing my skin right now, like kind of like pressure, giving myself pressure on my arms. And as you say that, I'm like, oh my God, like I am like right now in this moment, like noticing the edges of my body. Mm-hmm. revolutionary over here by the way I'm a floating head so whenever I do that it's like <laughs> mind-blowing like oh I have a I have a body over here okay sorry Con- please continue yeah um which p.s I think is like normal like thank you for saying that it's like normal not not but just me though I don't want to say it's normal as if it's like common normal natural thing like I but I think it's like normal in the sense that like a lot of people probably Mm -hmm. feel like a floating head you know what I mean like we've been very like disconnected from Mm -hmm. our bodies Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are living in their heads so yeah like I think like it's very normal and I'm gonna be the one to remind you that like we have lots of body below our neck and thank you yeah um now, now I'm I'm feeling my edges too what I think this might have to be an episode that we post the video because this is just so good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I mean you asked me what I was like what my relationship was to the edges and it's like that's what came up for me is like the edges of my body um as of right now nothing else is coming up but is there anything coming up for you when you with your relationship to edges that you want to talk about um yeah I think I've I've been having this interesting thing developing where it's like considering the possibility of I can't believe I'm about to say this on the podcast like truly can't believe it um like considering the possibility of like knowing myself as an artist and like saying that to the world um and like living that you know like actually taking time and space to create instead of like be of service or like produce things um not that i See, look, I even have to make an excuse. Like, don't worry, I'll still keep serving people. Um, <laughs> Art is serving. Are you kidding me? Artists are serving the world every single day. You are a thousand percent correct. And that is my edge, is being able to see myself in those shoes. Because I completely appreciate art, like, in all of the forms, right? Um, and I do feel that art contributes to the world and my life personally. And so that's an edge for me. Um, And it also kind of has to do around like my astrology, (laughs) uh, which I've just recently kind of been learning more about, Mm, not in a huge way, but just the part that resonates with me is like when I was a kid, I really had like a big voice and a big presence and wanted to be seen. And then life happened, which I think I even shared in our intro, right? That I became like more reserved and like quiet and small and whatever. Um, but like 
reckoning with the edge of like knowing that that's not really me and then like showing that to the whole world so that's me no big deal you know I feel like I can relate in a way because I have been having some thoughts about just sharing my singing talent with the world um or not the world that feels like (laughs) pretty big right yeah so just like maybe my close friends on instagram i don't know i haven't figured it out yet but that feels a very edgy to me yeah 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 but i will say that i've had this thought several times in my lifetime like i've always been a singer like i've always had thoughts of like being like christina aguilera (laughs) and like just being a performer but you know what at this point in my life I was actually journaling about it the other day and I was like I don't think I'm meant to be a performer like Christina Aguilera like because I just have a lot of stage fright and I don't know that that's like something I'm ever gonna get over enough to be like Christina Aguilera you know what I mean jelly beans I don't know um anyway I've had this thought of like sharing my talent and like this time it doesn't feel as edgy as it has in the past like I don't know like I don't know how to explain it like I just feel like I'm a little bit closer to actually doing it yeah and I don't feel like I want to like pull away and like I don't have like as many like limiting beliefs around it like yeah I don't know I feel like it's just like coming like it's coming soon Mm, coming soon to a theater near you um well I mean I feel like that is a great example of what we were saying before about like pushing past your comfort zone versus meeting your edges like you've been like living at your at your edge for a little bit so now maybe your edge is expanding a little bit further yeah Yeah, I just, I really love that visual. Like, I'm getting, like, I'm standing on a cliff of some sort. It's actually very colorful. Um, But it's just, like, waving, you know? I see it. I think I see it. Yeah. um, I hope so. I mean. (laughs) But I just, I love that visual of, like, I'm standing right there, and it's, like, it's growing right in front of me. Like, I didn't have to, like, cross my like my boundary or my limit before it grew yeah it's almost like you standing at the edge of it or like dancing at the edge of it um is like watering it like you don't have to jump off of it it grows because you're being over there by the edge yeah I just have like another little visual and I don't even know where it comes from but like it's almost like that visual where you're like walking in somehow like a space or a dark room or something and with each step you take you could see oh the path like, the path manifests itself or what would yeah. it take the steps and the path <laughs> appears or something like that yeah something like that <laughs> I love I love that 
but it's also it's interesting though because it's like in that approach you do have to step off the cliff for the yeah for the thing to, to like, trust right you have to trust that like there's a step yeah there's like another step for you to step on yeah. and, like fall into the abyss but I feel like we're finding some gold in like the step before that, that it's like, it still feels a little risky to be right at the edge of the cliff. Like it's not necessarily completely safe, even though you haven't stepped off of it. Yeah. You know, that like brings up a really good point is like, we're talking about comfort zones, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I need to say that like just because we're in our comfort zone doesn't mean that there will never be discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like discomfort is going to be present regardless, right? Because we're inching towards the edge. We're like inching to maybe step out of it. So I think, you know, there is going to be discomfort but like should the discomfort be like the primary thing no I don't believe that like I think comfort should be the primary thing in your comfort Mm -hmm. zone and then there's like little bits of discomfort yeah yeah absolutely you know what I thought of when you were saying comfort zone and discomfort was um binging tv shows and playing my puzzle games on my phone. These are the ways I auto-regulate. We will also talk about that. <laughs> um, and then sometimes, and I'm like, I'm totally comfortable with that when I know that's what I'm doing. I'm like, I just need to like, you know, uh, what's that word? Decompress. Thank you. Yes. I just need to decompress and like, not deal with anything but give my brain something to chew on instead of whatever I might be tense about or tired of or whatever um and then there's the moments where it's like okay I'm going to those things when I'm not stressed or tired to like fill the space and it's like uncomfortable because I'm like oh I could go create some art right now oh I could go on a walk outside and like you know, it depends on the day, but I know that when I choose to do like the Netflix thing, when I don't actually need it, it feels really icky and uncomfortable, but it's also like a comfortable, easy thing to choose. It kind of goes back to our beginning, right? Of like, sometimes the things that we think are like keeping us comfortable or safe is something that might be like holding us back from growth and I think there's like like a discernment that comes with that right like like what you're saying it's like I'm like sometimes I'm choosing Mm -hmm. to do this and other times I'm kind of like autopiloting this and Mm -hmm. it feels uncomfy I'm like curious to know like when you notice like oh I could be doing art instead like do you like turn off your Netflix and like go do the art instead uh it depends depends on the circumstance but mostly no mostly I tell myself if I'm being really honest 
next time, next time I have the opportunity to do something different, I will do something different. Um, which is like BS, right? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I don't want to call it BS because I think like to some degree, like you're like, like we were saying before, like we're seeking safety and comfort, right? So like, I don't think that like your unconscious choice is like bullshit. I think it's just like a natural, like, again, like biology, like thing that happens. And I want to like, just offer you an invitation and, they, and anyone else who can maybe relate to this is that like next time when you have that thought of like, oh, maybe I should go do my art or maybe I should go do this instead. Like I invite you to like, actually like press pause and see what that would be like, you know? Cause you're like, oh, maybe next time I'll do something different. And it's like, your next time could literally be right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you could do something different right now. And I know that that's like hard sometimes. Like I'm totally like a Netflix binger <laughs> and I can totally relate where sometimes I'm like, I'm choosing to do this. And other times I'm like, I'm not choosing to do this. Like, um, and I don't think either of those responses is like bad. Yeah. Um, I think we're just searching for like something, you know, it's like we're getting our needs met one way or another. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you interrupted my inner critic there because it's not BS. And I actually have found ways to set myself up um, in a way that's gonna have me make the, take those new actions. But for me, at this point, let's say just with that situation, it hasn't looked like interrupting what I'm doing to go do that. Actually, the thing that helped now that I'm we're having this nervous system conversation has been to co-regulate with someone and have support. So what I've done is I've set myself up with a structure where I have like co-creating or co-working sessions. Like I have one person who's like my writing buddy. I have one person who's like my arts and crafts person. Um, you know, you and I are creating a podcast. Like I'm, I'm creating spaces to express myself and be creative. Um, where I don't have to face, I guess, what feels super dysregulating to me is to do it alone and to like just claim that time and space for myself. And I think that, like you said with your singing, I feel like that is coming, like that edge is expanding soon. Um, but right now it helps to do it with other people. So yeah. Yeah. I really love that you have built in like little systems to help yourself and support yourself and to like give yourself space and time to engage in the things that are important to you yeah um the other thing I just like quickly wanted to say is that like you know if you ever find yourself in that stage too like I don't know what kind of art you do but like you can watch tv and make art you know you can like multitask it's true. It's true. And I usually, unless I'm watching something that's like needs a lot of attention, like I said, I'm usually doing puzzles on my phone. So like, thank you. That is a good baby step that I could start to weave in. Um, and I think now that you're saying that too, it's not only the doing it myself and like giving myself the time and space, it's also um, the enormity of it because like prioritizing creativity 
is not something I've ever done. And there's so many types of art and media and like, just like, I, I've, I want to try so many things. I've tried many things, but like really just like a drop in the bucket, like not like barely at all. Um, so when you said like, I don't know what kind of art you do. And I was like, I don't know, all of it. Like, yeah, no, literally that's my like, too. <laughs> all of it and none of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> where do I, where do I start? Like, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see your art once you start making it. <laughs> If I choose to share it, oh my gosh. If you choose to share it, yes. You don't have to, but I hope to see it. Yes, yes. I I, I, can, I definitely feel comfortable and safe enough to share it with you. Uh, listeners, TBD, whether I feel comfortable with you, you have to earn my trust. So <laughs> this is a two-way relationship. Even though we're speaking at you, please engage with us and let us know that you are... Um, the wonderful human beings that I'm sure you are if you're still with us three episodes in <laughs> or even if you're just joining us welcome oh my gosh we did not say welcome to the podcast have we been saying that no I don't think so but I'm pretty sure I said welcome back today that counts right oh yeah that counts sure yeah whatever um okay let's see notes is there anything else I mean, the only other thing I have on my list here is, I guess, like, I can end, like, when we wrap up, I, it's, like, a little, like, invitation. Okay, I have to interrupt again. Now you have a list. Now you have written notes. But, uh, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have like I told you in the beginning I have like three bullet points. I thought you meant in your brain. No. No, I meant <laughs> You're hilarious. Okay. All right. So just just so everyone knows, Jessica oh. did did not write a full length annotated thesis today Biography. before the that was peer reviewed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really need to like get it together in the way that I feel prepared because I'm like I'm clearly prepared and like, I, I'm not <laughs> like show me a more prepared human like I, I don't oh my gosh okay Whew. um do you have anything else oh the other thing I was gonna say is like I guess maybe we touched on this a little bit but I was thinking about how comfort and comfort zone um also relates to confidence and experience you know like I feel comfortable saying yes to that or I feel comfortable showing up in this space or doing whatever because I've done it before you know like I've already you know been at that edge and that edge is back there and you know now I've got I feel like I've got it yes in um one of the articles I did not read for pre preparing for this, um, <laughs> somebody had like said something along those lines of like, if it were, if it were easy, you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't be in your comfort zone or like something like, I'm probably getting that backwards. Like, 
like if something's easy for you to do like you're in your comfort zone yeah like if you feel confident doing something you're in your comfort zone it's like when it's not so easy or when you don't feel as confident is when yeah. like that edge is starting yeah. to like yeah up here the other thing that I just wanted to touch on last thing is um like when something feels risky and it's like clearly outside your comfort zone versus like when something is new and it's not like for example I don't know like I've never tried x flavor of ice cream but I have enough experience with ice cream and like knowledge of that flavor so I'm excited for it even though I've never tried it I'm gonna go for it versus like something that's clearly risky and clearly outside my comfort zone like I might still go for it like it's not to say that like we never take risks that are outside of our window of tolerance like I feel like that could be a whole future episode about like when we do try the risky thing like when we like just like risk tolerance and like some people live for the adrenaline like you know so I feel like that's maybe to put a pin in that conversation but I do want to hear if anything comes up for you about that um no I do like what you're saying though excellent (laughs) okay so tell me your invitation um tell us all so the invitation is kind of like related back to the like maybe like the overthinking and the questioning all the just the, like the what ifs and the overwhelm and all of the discomfort um my invitation is like can you maybe turn all of that on its head and like the what ifs that you're questioning like can you turn it, them into like oh my gosh what if this goes well what if I end up enjoying it? What if it teaches me something? What if I learn something new about myself? Like, can we lean into the uncertainty and the unknowing and like stay open to the possibilities? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I have a piggyback invitation, as I probably often will. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> is to if okay if you heard Jessica's invitation and you're like yeah maybe (laughs) and that feels a little more edgy than you have capacity for can you be with and make space for the discomfort and find a way to breathe through that or move through that and just like a little mindfulness practice, right? It's like, you know, making me think of yoga, right? Like when we need an edge in yoga, we breathe. Um, but then like, it takes a, a practice yogi to know when you're meeting an edge that you can breathe through versus when you're about to hurt yourself <laughs> and you should get out of that pose. Um, so actually maybe... It doesn't feel too edgy to include possibility there. But I think noticing the discomfort and the possibility, like, can you hold the duality and the spectrum of both of those things? Yeah. And like, remember that discomfort is not a bad thing. You know, like, it's, you're laughing, but I'm like, I just need to say it because I think, you know, yeah. but it's like, 
there's there's something in that discomfort that is trying to communicate with you so mm-hmm. like like Michelle is saying like how can you like meet your discomfort and like how can you support your discomfort um and like lean into it you know yeah a thousand percent no I, I I'm laughing because it's like oh you said the obvious thing that like needed to be said like <laughs> like why didn't we say that right like maybe we did earlier but um yeah it's not bad usually it's uh just some part of us trying to take care of us right it's it's coming from a place of love so um maybe you can give some love back at it um what i will say um we know that the last three episodes including this one have been a little bit broad and maybe a little bit all over the place (laughs) you're still with uh, with us thank you and we just wanted to let you know that these first three episodes like these are the values that we're bringing to a thing we're trying and these are things that we're going to like come back to over and over again with our own journeys and like with what we share here and with what we encourage you to do Um, And the other thing is that our next episode, we're actually going to get into like the things we're trying. (laughs) So it'll be like less of these, I don't know, like these broad concepts and a little bit more specific. Um, Do you want to mention anything there, Michelle? I am definitely excited to start getting into the things that we have tried, are currently trying, or wish to try. Or maybe never wish to try. All the things. All of the things. I'm also excited. (laughs) Amazing. I love how we both get like this little like giddy energy at the end. We're like, we did the thing. Why is it so fun to say we did the thing? Oh, because we did it. (laughs) 